What you are about to hear is a fun and educational show about financial issues. Join Dan Wendell and his co-host, Tony, as they explore topics related to retirement planning. No matter how close you are to retirement, it's time to listen to another episode of Dolphin Financial Radio. Did you know that you can get a lump sum death benefit from Social Security if a loved one dies? You know this existed? Not many people realized it. They understand that there's survivor death benefits, uh, survivor benefits from Social Security if you lose a spouse, but there is a lump sum. And we're going to talk about that today. And when I say we, I'm bringing my co-host, Tony Shore. Tony, there you are. Remember, yeah. we talked about, we've done Social Security shows for a long time, yeah. years. And I always throw in there that that lump sum death benefit, and we kind of joke about it. And so I always say, oh, I'm going to do a show on that to explain why it's so darn low. And we've never really went into depth on the lump sum thing. Right. Because it's not huge, but people ask me all the time, well, what, you know, and I always say it, let's do a show on it. And so here we are. Whenever you bring up lump sum though, Dan, I always say you should have that removed. (laughs) Well, Tony, this is pretty funny, actually. (laughs) How much are we talking here? How big? (laughs) Um, $255. That's oh yeah, that oh that's the lump sum at the end. When you die, your your loved ones get the big two fifty five. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about who gets it and then why it's so low. Because it's, I mean, two fifty five. We we've joked about it before. It's not <laughs> yeah. a joking matter. I mean, it's a death benefit, so it's sad. But we've talked about how it's really not going to cover much. It's better than a kick in the pants, but you you know, you could take the whole family out to dinner or one, one grocery trip to the store and it's gone. I say it doesn't even cover the flowers at a funeral. No, Um, certainly not a funeral, but um, I'll get into what the history of it is because I think it's kind of interesting, but let's talk about who gets it. So we know what it is. $255, not a lot, but you'll take it. Right. Right. Um, Who gets it? So, it's paid to the surviving spouse if they were living together. That's an interesting part. I get that question a lot. Uh, my ex-spouse died. Do I get the $255? No. Um, it is available if you're living apart. If you um, if you were getting benefits based on that spouse. So if you're a child. Interesting. Getting, getting benefits based on it. You were getting benefits based on your dad and your dad died. You would get the 255. Um, or if you were living apart, getting benefits. Um, what if you don't have a living existing spouse? Then the 255 doesn't go to anybody. I thought now, it, it used to go. Eligible child. It used to go. No, if they only if they were getting benefits based on you. So if your dad died. You wouldn't get a two fifty five, but your mom would. If your if your dad died and and your mom would get two fifty five, but then your mom dies, you wouldn't get benefits. You wouldn't get the two fifty five because you're not getting Social Security based on her. Ah, okay. Also, I just want to make this point out. So, so they just don't pay it out if you're you right. and your spouse are gone. They don't pay it. To you just the don't show. pay it out. Originally, it was paid out. It no. keeps getting better and better, Dan. You're painting a beautiful picture here. Why are we talking about this? <laughs> <laughs> Originally, it was paid out to the funeral home or anyone that was responsible for your for your sure. final expenses. Makes sense. Yeah. You know, you, that's the whole point of it. Yeah, um, I would think so. Or is it? I'll explain that in a minute. Well, uh, it can't be now note. because it doesn't even cover the. No, it doesn't cover much. Yeah. Um, now, 
Another question I get about death benefits is when, particularly when someone loses a spouse, they get the auto. Most people have the social security go into their checking account, mm-hmm. um, joint checking account. And then their spouse dies and they get another payment because they haven't gotten around to letting social security know. And they get that payment. They have to pay that back. It, right. If you get a payment the day after your spouse dies, you got to pay it back. They'll, they'll, they want that back. Wow. And it's going to be more than the death benefit. It's going to be more than the 255 typically. So you, you know, um, it brings up, I don't know if you saw this Overland park, Kansas, this is a kind of terrible story. Yeah. Um, I just saw it yesterday or the day before. Um, a family had a dead body in it for six years. I think it was the dad or something. And Social Security office is investigating because they were still sending the checks. Sure. Because they didn't know he was dead. That's a lot of money. So um, those people were like, well, if you gave us a better, better death benefit, maybe would have reported it. But instead we, that person was worth more alive than dead. So they didn't tell anyone he died. Um, Weekend at Bernie's scenario. They just, they had watched the movie weekend at Bernie's and they, (laughs) they're like, Mm -hmm. Hey, they didn't talk about that in weekend at Bernie's movie. You figure the social security office would be all over that. You know, (laughs) this guy, I don't think he was getting social security. He was kind of young. Yeah. He was pretty young. Okay. So um, why is this death benefit so darn low? That's, that's the question. So what I want to do real quick, Tony, just because it's, it's a laid back day today, we're going to talk about the history of this lump sum death benefit. And here's a link to the people that are watching. Now we've I'm the history put, of the LSDB. Yes. I like how you lump sum yeah. death benefit. That's what they call LSDB. it. That's, what it's, that's how it's abbreviated on socialsecurity.gov. Um, so those that are watching on YouTube, there's the link. You can, you can read this for yourself, but I'm going to go through some cool parts of it. And I'm going to put up here for those that are watching all of our shows on social security, because we do a lot on social security and put the playlist up there because there's so much information and yeah. I get calls constantly about this. Well, LSDB and lump sum, it sounds like we're talking about diseases here. Uh, it just, I mean, <laughs> it sounds like we're doing cancer research. Is this the, the it's social LSDB. security? No, it's LSDB. So oh, okay. lump sum I death benefit. I, I did. I, I, I messed that up right there. Look at that. It's LSDB. Lump sum death benefit. Um, it was designed originally in 1935. Right. And it wasn't supposed to be a death benefit. It was designed for those who died before their full retirement age. Well, I didn't get anything. I put into the system and I died before my full retirement age. There were, there were no survivor benefits at that time when it was designed. Did you know that? Survivor benefits were not part of the original plan. Yep. So, and full retirement age was 65 back then. <laughs> That's since changed. Um, yeah. We just did a show on raising the survivor benefit. I mean, the, the full retirement. And in 1935, not every, a lot of guys weren't, at least the men weren't making it to full retirement age. Right. And so, so the social security didn't have to pay out any benefits for them. Right. And so what they said was, well, what if I'm putting money in, I'm not going to get anything if I die. So they came up with this lump sum death benefit. It was designed for the spouse. Yeah, exactly. So and, because they can't use the money, it doesn't matter if they put in. They're dead. It doesn't matter if they get any money now. But people don't like the idea of not getting anything. Right. I know. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which is so why that is a survivor benefit. Early. So that well, is a survivor benefit. It morphed into it. Yeah. So that so and then in 1939, they introduced survivor benefits. So right. if you die, your spouse gets it because your spouse didn't work and right. So 
um, and I keep writing the backwards here. I got dyslexia today, um, <laughs> LSD, BD. So lump sum death benefit um, was originally designed to, to be six times the PIA. PIA is your full retirement benefit. So it was originally or primary designed, insurance amount. Primary insurance amount is your full retirement age benefit. So at 65, which was the full retirement age, they would say whatever yours was supposed to be, you'd get six times that as the lump sum. And the average lump sum death benefit in 1940 was $145.79. Wow. Hey, look at that. You got it right there in the notes for our viewers who aren't, uh, who are viewing the <laughs> yeah. show. Yeah, on this Dan one. actually... Not that one over there, but this one here, I got it right. Yeah, I'm just, it was. <laughs> I'm proud of you, Dan. Yeah, I know. I didn't have my coffee. I got it now. So think about that. They they changed it. They had survivor benefits, and then they said the lump sum is going to be six times the PIA. You know what the average PIA is right now, Tony? Primary insurance amount, the average? Yeah. In um, the I'm guessing somewhere around $2,000. Mm-hmm. It's like 1500 I would say. Oh, wow. Okay. It's but still- imagine getting that as a lump sum. Six times. All right. That's nine grand. Yeah. Not obviously bad, they changed right? it. That nine grand kind of <laughs> makes sense. If you think yeah, about it, that makes sense. That might cover most of a funeral. Now, 1950. Now we're going forward. They, the death benefit was reduced to three times the PIA because they were like, geez, this is getting expensive. Social security said, and the government's like, eh, let's lower it to three times the primary insurance amount, which in 1950 was $147.81. So it didn't change much. It actually went up $2 in 10 years. So, But that's because they lowered it. All right, fast forward to 1954. Then they said, you know what? We're going to cap it. We're going to cap it at $255, which at the time, the maximum primary insurance amount in 1954 was $85 a month. Isn't that amazing? That's that was the maximum. Yeah. Full retirement age benefit. It's hard to believe that. Yeah. Imagine getting 85 bucks a month now. So they said three times is a good number. You know, we're we're not going to factor in inflation. We're capping it. All right. And then nothing was done until 1974. In 1974, the minimum social security benefit at full retirement age was $85. So that lump sum death benefit kind of became a floor in a sense. 1974, where were you, Tony? $85 was the minimum you'd get from Social Security. You know I don't remember any of the 70s, Dan. That's the LSD benefit. (laughs) Um, Okay, so 1974, they didn't make any changes. They just said, you know, hey, that makes sense. $85 is the, the minimum you can get, and three times that is a reasonable amount. Fast forward to when... The real stuff happened. 1981, Reagan. Um, They changed the rules. They said, now, before all this, the lump sum death benefit was available to whoever's paying for the funeral expenses. They didn't, you know, you didn't have to be a surviving spouse. You could have been your brother that was paying for the funeral and the government would pay you the 255. 1981, they said, nope, you have to be living with the spouse when they die to get the benefit, or you have to be a spouse or a child receiving benefits based on them because then you're actually impacted. Then we'll give you the $255. Sure. Only one person, you know what I mean? Wow. So now, okay. 
fine. That hurts, but all right. Yeah. So the funeral home's not getting two hundred fifty. Who did that? Now who did that? Who made that horrible change? What administration was that? The Congress. I don't remember who was. The, <laughs> I don't know who was. In I was trying to trying to catch you there to say time. something bad about your favorite. <sighs> Keep dreaming. So nineteen eighty one. Also, Tony, they changed the computation of the death benefit. There it is. I butchered it again. <laughs> um. <laughs> They change it to three times the primary insurance amount or 255, whichever is less. Whichever is less. That's like, okay. So it's 255. So 255. <laughs> Why didn't they just say we're, we're just giving you 255? Because some people could have had less. Some people could have had less. And so they said, we're going to eliminate yeah. the minimum. We're not going to, um, right? So it was nonsense. That is nonsense. So the people who have less money to live on, we're going to give them less. They said we're not going to give them $140 for the lump sum. We're going to raise it all the way to $255. (laughs) Um, How generous. But, yeah, so they locked it in at $255 in 1981. And what's happened to this? Wow. What's happened to this lump sum death benefit since 1981, Tony? It hasn't changed. Crickets. Nothing. 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 Cricket sound. Yeah. And then I say, God bless Social Security. We haven't changed. (laughs) We haven't changed the $255 lump sum death benefit in over 40 years. And my guidance and conclusion here is don't expect to get that lump sum death benefit if your spouse dies. Um, don't don't expect to get more than 255. I don't hear people grumbling about it because people don't even know about it because it's no so people don't even know. People don't know about that. And then they're like 255. You know, I'm not. That's, and it's almost insulting. It's almost insulting at this. point. It is. It is insulting. That is terrible. I mean, yeah. So, you know, I'm I'd be up for getting my pitchfork and going on the street and holding a sign and going up to the Capitol building in Tallahassee and saying, Hey, let's raise the 255, make it three times the PIA, make it, you know, I don't know, add a zero, something, <laughs> anything, yeah. tie it to inflation, something. Yeah. And, well, uh, I know with our current budget situation and our current government spending, there's no way they could do this, but it would be nice if social security benefits could cover the cost of a funeral. For the surviving members of the family. And that I wish the I wish that there was a way that the funeral could be covered. And I guess there are low cost insurance policies that can do that for people. Yeah. So that's where you got to go with this. If you're thinking I need to bury, I need funeral expenses, final expenses is called. They sell final expense insurance. Mm -hmm. I have clients that buy that. And um that's where you go. That's what life insurance is for. So I could see why the government's like, eh, you know, it'd be better if they just yeah. eliminated it altogether because cutting the 255 and people forget to even apply for it. So um, it's worth knowing that it exists, but it's really not high stakes. I think the, this brings out the point where you have to maximize your own benefit. You have to maximize the spousal benefit. You have to maximize the survivor benefit. In your family, if you're married, you got to figure out how are we going to get the most for the other person if one of us dies? 
because the 255 isn't going to move the needle. You're going to have to plan for it. And so that's what the, the message is. Forget about the lump sum death benefit. It's there, but it's non-existent for the most part. Just focus on maximizing Social Security in other ways. But keep it in mind that it's there so that if you ever in conversations or, you know, we we hear the government doing something like they're doing in France. We did a show right. on that, you know, uh, let's raise the full retirement age. And maybe we say, all right, well, let's do that. But let's throw in the lump sum death benefit. Let's get that back on track. It's not high stakes. But it's worth talking about, and I wanted to do a show just because we've been talking about it for how many years now, and I never really gave you the history of it because I didn't know. I looked it up, and geez, fascinating, fascinating. Yeah, well, it's a, it's fascinating, but uh, sad. It's kind of a it's more of a tragedy than a comedy. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but uh, you made you added the comedy by uh, mixing up the letters, keeping us on our toes. <laughs> LSBD, LSDB. Um, but Dan, I like the point, and I, I want to make sure that you're getting this across to the listeners. You can get higher Social Security benefits uh, before you file for social security, there are things you can do to maximize that benefit and there are strategies. And so I encourage our listeners to call you, our viewers and listeners to get that social security maximization report, to find their sweet spot, to see what is available to them in their personal situation for spousal benefits, to build one or the other up their strategies for you and your spouse to build one up. So the other spouse dies, like let's say one has a health problem or doesn't have longevity in their family. You want to make sure that the other spouse is left with a really good benefit. That's right. And so um, maybe the other spouse doesn't have much of a benefit. So you have to think of that when you take your benefit, right? And originally social security did not have survivor benefits. So I'm happy that they added that in the forties, but um, people need to learn the survivor benefit system and understand yes. it because the lump sum is not going to be enough. No. So I'll put a link up here to those that want to learn more about how to get the survivor benefit and maximize it. We've done other shows on it, learn about it, but use the software and I'll help you create that social security maximization. Yeah. But before you wrap up, I have one more question about this. It just occurred to me, you know, we did a show on pensions. Should you take people who still have pensions? Those of you listening who have a pension. Wow. I just, I envy you. I'm jealous. I covet your pension because mm-hmm. I don't have a pension. The majority of our listeners don't have pensions. They have 401ks, what have you. Pensions are great, but you ha- often companies now aren't offering them or they give you the option as you get older, maybe, or going to retire. Hey, you can either get payments, lifetime payments, like an annuity, or you can get a lump sum. Right. So now we're talking about a lump sum benefit with Social Security, but Social Security is a monthly lifetime benefit. What if the government decided, would it make sense, Dan, if the government decided to start doing that instead of getting a lifetime benefit? Let's say you're retiring and you want to take Social Security and you're 65 or your your full retirement age, 67. So let's say I want to take my benefit at 67 and the government says, well, we'll, you can take your lifetime benefit. It's going to be this at 67, or you can take a lump sum payout like they do with pensions. Would that help individuals? Would it help the government? I wonder if they've ever considered that because so many companies are doing that. I would assume it's bad for the individual because they should probably stick with the lifetime payments, but it depends on their situation, right? 
I'll put the show up here on the lump sum versus the pension. Um, yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine? You know, everyone would do. It's what they do with the lotto. It's the same yeah, thing. They would take you, the lump sum. You take the lump sum. Yeah. Because they could do it. They can invest it better. But for the most part, people would spend it all. And then, and then blow it. More, we'd have even more people on. Uh, so I assume they're doing. Yeah. But our government, I, I don't see them doing things for uh, their. Hey, we want to do what's going to be in the best interest of people long term. I think so. so then they would say. In the best interest of the people, Tony. It's amazing. Social Security is amazing. Yeah. I know it is increases. People I know it is. Value it. I can see some government person saying, Hey, we can save this money. Let's offer lump sums, you know, oh, yeah, and yeah. The consequences, bucks, right? consequences be damned. Right. Uh, and right. then you're right though. What ha- would happen is the majority of people would take that and blow it. Well, yeah. Just like the reason why the companies get rid of the pensions is because they don't want that long-term liability. Cause it's really with longevity, the way it is, yeah, they're doing it for them, not for their, not right. for their, yeah. The, the government would be Employees. way better off as a country, the financially, if we gave everyone a lump sum instead of this payout. Maybe, right? but and you'd be putting an influx of money into the economy, which right. it, would, it would totally destroy us in, in the long term. But yes. financially, it would be great <laughs> if you just do the numbers. But if you so think you about know, some politician the out there has has thrown this out there, I bet. Right. Of course, because po- big hashtag politicians, right? You know. you know, hey, let's let's clean up the books. Let's I just find it interesting. Liability. Have you ever? I mean, I it just occurred to me, like you know, uh, no, I've not seen anyone. I mean, we've talked, we've 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 talked about privatization of social yes. security, which is a little yeah. different. That's yeah. more of letting people invest for their own, but right. there's no lump sum, take it and run type thing that would destroy uh, the social network that that we have through yeah, social security. I agree. Um, it's a horrible idea. This country would, would yeah. rule the it's day. It's a horrible idea. I'm not proposing it. I'm no, just but saying, it's an interesting concept. Yeah. And it, which is also why, you know, do you want the, the, the lump sum death benefit for social security to be enormous? No. Uh, three months seems reasonable. Um, and that was at the time. So why not bring it back? But yeah, good point, Tony. I, you're scaring me with that thought though. Uh, hopefully you haven't heard that or you're not promoting that. <laughs> no, it just, uh, it just popped in there based on what you've said. So, yeah. Well, thanks for a good show, Tony. I'm glad we got, we covered that because it's been years that I've been itching to just cover it, but now we've done it. Yeah. Check that off the list and that's it. We'll have you uh, on next week. Everyone enjoy the week. Right. Thanks for listening to Dolphin Financial Radio. All matters discussed in today's show are for informational purposes only. This show is not an investment advice. Dan Whittle nor Dolphin Financial Group are affiliated or endorsed by any government agency. Investment advisory services are offered through Dolphin Wealth Management, Inc., a registered investment advisor in the state of Florida. Insurance products and services are offered through Dolphin Insurance, Inc. Dolphin Wealth Management, Inc. and Dolphin Insurance, Inc. are affiliated companies doing businesses as Dolphin Financial Group. You should talk to someone at Dolphin Financial Group before implementing any of these strategies or ideas. The topics on this show are wide-ranging, yet relevant to people approaching or living in retirement, like me. If there is a topic you want to hear on the show, head to dolphinfinancialgroup.com and contact Dan to request your topic or 
to share your opinion. Dan Mundell or Dolphin Financial Group are not affiliated or endorsed by Social Security or any government agency. Everything discussed on today's show was for informational purpose only. Since everyone's situation is different, some things may not apply to you. The materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources. We cannot be 100% certain that they are accurate. You should really talk to my dad or someone from Dolphin Financial Group before trying to implement these ideas or something.